rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. All right, all right. It's another episode of Mala Talks, the safe place for keeping a player where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. I'm here. You know, I'm black, I'm highly favored. I'm wearing the gang today, even though they're suspect. Um, you know, I still, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan, I, you know, but you know. I can't say that shit. It's, I, I it's tough, I it's, it's tough, but you know, I'm a real one, I'm a real one. I, I say just, that I'm a, I followed the team, that's what I say. <laughs> they, they give, they've given us a lot of heartbreaks, but what if you, what sports team has, hasn't? You're in an abusive relationship, you won't leave. <laughs> You know, I, that's the only toxic shit I have in my life. So, you know. the Cowboys. Okay. Yeah. So, well, but yeah, I'm rapping today. You know, I decided to put on a jersey. You know, it's one of my favorite players, Marion the Barbarian, Marion Barber. You know, that's one of real Cowboys fans. You know who that is. You know what I'm saying? But, um, how's life treating you, man? You know, life's been good. You blessed. Black, highly favorite. You still got a job and all that good shit. Yeah, man, life is life is rolling. You know what I'm saying? Getting shit set up. Turn thirty next month. Uh huh. So uh, starting to do some thinking about what I want to do. How I know it's late, but you know what I'm saying we're gonna we're gonna get shit together. You know I'm gonna have to pop out. You know this 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 weekend a part of my chores this weekend. You know I I, I uh, did some spring cleaning on my my wardrobe. Threw out a whole bunch of shit. So now I'm, you know, I'm in the process of adding more colors into my wardrobe, you know, more linens, you know, more flowy gear. I'm about to pop out, you know, and I think your birthday will be my first experiment, you know, not experiment, yeah. just, I just need to wear something to pop out, you know, wear colors, so salmon or turquoise. You know, fabrics, fabrics yeah. is what, yeah. so um, I'm planning a little photo shoot. I'm about to get a photographer and do, do like a photo shoot for my birthday. So I'm, okay. I'm trying to get the, it's the fabrics is, is what I'm figuring out that I, that I really need to have. It's like, I need to have this fabric. I need to have this fabric. I want my pants to be this. I want my shirt to be this. And mm -hmm. I know that this is going to get that feel that I want. So yeah, yeah actually, so that's, that's shit about to come together, man. That's my, for the, for the week, I want everybody to look at you, the wardrobe, spring clean your wardrobe. You know what I'm saying? Get out some, get out some jackets that, you know, Getting worn in three, four years. Let's add more colors into our, you know, our wardrobe, especially black people. You know what I'm saying? We look good in colors. You know, we look good in gold, you know, different, you know, varieties of the spectrum of the colors. We look good in it. I like to see black people in more than just black and white and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Especially black men. You know what I'm saying? Wear some pink, wear some salmon, you know what I'm saying? You know, wear some, you know, oh, like yellow, you know. So you see yeah, me out here. Where it's at. Yeah, you see me out here in these streets and I'm not wearing something with color in it, you know, call me on my bullshit. You know, I'm be like, nigga, why aren't you wearing color? Energy. I'm with it. I'm with it. 
At 30, you got it. 30, once you hit 30, you're going to realize it's time to take things up to a new level, man. You know? Uh, oh, 100%. You know? What, Boss uh, up. What my man Bank Road Fresh say, new whips, new cash, nigga. New, <laughs> new whips. I know what right. says. New something, new something, every new, new everything. New, new whips on the way, new cribs, new cars. Yeah. That's what you gotta do, man. That's the energy, you know. And like it's hitting me, you know. You're gonna talk about it later. So your, your your body will tell you you're getting older, but you know, obviously mentally we 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 still progressing. So, you know, yeah. you just you 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 pushing yourself to to get over that hump and get to that next level for sure. Well, I, I mean, I'm getting right into it. I feel it, I feel it every day but and i as i look back on the episode especially on youtube boy i need to do put some cucumbers in my eyes got some bags i don't know what's going on if i need to get more sleep or go to bed earlier or what or take more naps or something like that but them bags i see them multivitamins okay well you got any su suggestions brother well i would say kevin hart has a multivitamin that I've been looking into. And, you know, I'm actually, it's the only one that I've been thinking about actually copping. But, bro, niggas gonna have to start doing that, like the supplement shit, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Taking, taking a daily vitamin, taking a multivitamin, you know, drinking all that shit, zinc, iron, whatever, elderberry, all that shit. Like, cause I, I want, I want to still maintain. I don't want to see that sharp decline, you know, like in my shit. Mm -hmm. Cause, Always, when I see old black men walking with a cane, I be like, nigga, I don't want to be an old black man with a cane. You feel me? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, niggas limping. Like, it's, well, especially out here in Richmond, like, you see niggas, I'm like, yo, this nigga has the worst, like, this nigga limping. He has an ailment that he never fixed. He's yeah. in the streets, limping down the street, dragging his foot or something. You know what I'm saying? So, it's starting now. So, nah, can't buy the hustle. It's called Vita Hustle. I'm gonna look into that. Um, I was I was on Facetime with my pops yesterday, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna look just like this nigga because this nigga. <laughs> Yo, I, <laughs> I hate that shit. This <laughs> nigga, like, I already have. I don't want to use. I don't know what the correct term for. I, we used to call it, you know, chinky eyes, right? I don't. I, that's not right. The right term. So apologies. And it's Asian American uh, Pacific. <laughs> I didn't want to use that term, but. His eyes are real, like my eyes are like really, you know, almond shaped. And they're like, there you you know, go. they're even like, sh sh his eyes are even, uh, you know, more confined than mine. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to look just like this nigga. Like, bro, it'd be, it'd be, you look in the mirror or you look at a picture, you're like, damn, I look like my fucking dad. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be sometimes, it'd be like little shit you see or you catch yourself for a second, you'd be like, damn. You know, but it is what it is. Yeah, man. So, uh, for the Daddy listeners, yes, so for the listeners, you know, if you got any vitamins for me uh, or any remedies for these bags under my eyes, you know, holla at your boy. You know, I'm Thank trying you, to Bro, look. that's the thing, bro. I ain't got no gray hairs, but like my skin, like, you know, black people, we, we want to have nice, clear skin. Nice, mm -hmm. tight, fresh. Once you, if you start to see like some wrinkles or some shit, niggas be like, "Yo, I'm fucking, I'm losing." I caught a gray hair. I caught, I caught a couple gray hairs in my shit like uh, last week, and I, I didn't believe it. Mecca was like, "You know, you got some gray hairs." I said, "No, no, I don't." Yeah, she do. I, I've had one for like the past five years, but I ain't got no other grays. But, mm, 
But it's just like, damn, like life is, you know, when we was younger, we didn't think we could die. Then we got older, we like, all right, I could die. But now it's like, all right, I'm still living, but nigga, I'm getting older, I'm gonna die one day. You know, yeah. and, th- and th- those little moments like, oh shit, a gray hair, oh fuck nigga, I'm looking, I'm looking old, you know? Yeah. You know, you walk, you walk in places and you be like, do people, can people guess how old I am? Like, do I, do I look like a college student or do I look like, oh yeah, that nigga, nigga, you look 30. I, you know what, and I haven't been ID'd in a while. It's making me feel away, cause I used to be ID'd. They ain't been doing anything. That shit for me too. Like I was at the ABC store the other day, and Charlie just rang me up. <laughs> I was like, "Word, mm-hmm." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Niggas ain't even. Niggas ain't even like, "Yo, let me see your ID." I'm like, "Damn, nigga, I still look young, even with the mask." How old you think? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, that's ego. But it's real life too. So real life. But uh, you got anything? Well. Anything to keep fucking with this week? I'll go out. Yeah, I'm gonna. I want to read something for you guys for my keep it funky. These are not my words, these are words of a 21st century poet. And I want you guys to uh, listen. <clears throat> Say what the stuff that I've seen got me traumatized. I let the K go when Johnny died, swinging mm-hmm. that motherfucker side to side. We don't participate. I ain't with that squashing shit. All we believe in is homicide. Mm. I got a good heart, so I send teddy bears every time we make their mamas cry. I pray that my past ain't ahead of me. When I'm in love, I love heavily on God. If you betray me, you dead to me. I disrespect you respectfully. Mm. Mm. I got some partners who left this earth. Maybe the pain made me better on God. Just know that the, that they secrets is kept with me on God. I feel like the streets is in debt with me, straight up. I gave my heart way, away to all the dog hoes because that's who accepted me. Mm. Mm-hmm. I blame my pops for that shit because if he didn't fail, he could have corrected me. Yeah, Give all the props to my mama because no, ma- no matter what, she protected me on God. I promise you, it ain't no checking me on God. Jump in the water, get wet with me, straight up. You want my money or you want to have sex with me? Mm, let me read that one more time. You want my money or you want to have sex with me? Can't let the ops or the law get the best of me. I get to answering. You get to testing me. I see chicken. You niggas is breasting me. Mm. Planted a seed and it ain't, and it ain't a sesame. Mm-mm. Can't let you niggas or bitches grow next to me. Mm. Modern day poetry. Now, if you couldn't tell by some of the ad-libs, I try to leave some of the other ad-libs out because we would have gave away who it was. But if you have listened to J. Cole's new album, that's 21 Savages verse on the My Life song. And you know, I like J. Cole and 21 together. They they make magic, and 21 makes magic because. He says shit like, I gave my heart away to all the dog hoes because that's who accepted me. I love the bar about uh, he has a good heart, so he sends teddy bears to mothers that cry. That's the, that is a great line because I like rappers that can make me laugh, but Mm -hmm. I know that they're probably serious or they're trying to be playful, but they're like, nigga. That's how serious I am about this shit, nigga. I'm gonna kill you, 
but I'm a good dude, so I'm gonna like give your your give give your give your mom a builder bear with your with your pieces of your shirt, you know what I'm saying, made into a teddy bear shirt so she can hug it at night because I killed you. You know, you gotta respect that. You know, he still, you know, he made he, he got made no choice. He made his yeah, man. At least, at least the least I can do. The least I can do. I murdered you. No. <laughs> you know, and he and he swing the motherfucker side to side. That's I like. That was my. He let yeah. the cake go, so he be swinging the cake. Like it's a mm-hmm. visualization thing. Think about it. You know, he's in. A, he's in a game where there's no love loss. You know, it's just business. Streets is just business. You know. Yeah, yeah. it's so, a cutthroat, yeah. cutthroat business. So I want to thank I want to thank you for reading the the good man Twenty One Savages' uh, words of wisdom. And, yeah, you know, man. Modern day poetry. Modern day poet, man. Twenty first century. You know what I'm saying? Can't let you niggas or bitches grow next to me. Yeah, but that's a bar. That's a bar in life. Don't Can't let you. Don't let people that don't that don't need to be around you be in your soil. Life lesson. You know, they're gonna be taking nutrients from you, not enhancing you. I barely want, I barely want bitch niggas in my neighborhood. You know, you know, it's hard to get rid of niggas in your neighborhood, but I don't want you next. To me. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta love trap lyrics mm-hmm. over, um, over uh, nice soulful beats. Oh yes, yeah. the production. Twenty-first savage, twenty-first, twenty-first century jazz. You know. Jazz, jazz to me, you know. God love it. So I'm gonna keep it, you know, funky. But two and a half things this week. So the first one is whoever is uh, reporting our podcast on Spotify, fuck you. I didn't know that was happening. We got three episodes taken down like the past three weeks. Damn. Apparently, it's from somebody from the Universal Music Group. So I don't know if it's our our intro music or not, but I don't know why they're taking this down, but they're only taking it down on Spotify. Mm. So the episode's still up on other platforms, so go listen. But, you know, whoever's doing it, you know, me and you got real beef. So that's one. Uh, the second one is there was a video that semi went viral um, and I don't like, and I, I just want people to leave us alone, leave men alone. I understand where I, I like, this is why people like Kevin saying you was rise like Phoenix, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> you know, why he has a following because this is some shit that like, why, 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 please, like, why are you even saying this? Leave us alone. So I just want you to listen to this, Terry. Give me your feedback. seems gay. I'll go first. When guys call other guys their OG, because <laughs> what do you mean by that? That's my OG. Something about it gives me, that's daddy. Like, that's what it gives me. But like, I know it's not, I know they mean like, that's my big brother, like, I look up, but something about it, that's my OG. My OG told me, Nigga can't. Oh, she's not done. Come here. Let me spit in your mouth. Like, <laughs> listen. 
niggas can't have male role models. <laughs> niggas can't have niggas, older people that had came before them and taught them lessons. You know what I'm saying? I saw that video and I chuckled. <laughs> Silly bitch. It's, give, it's giving daddy. I'm sure all them niggas that had OGs fucked the shit out you. Most likely. Yeah. Because her OG told him, hey, yo, when you, when, you, when you lay her ass down, do this move right here, she'll go crazy. Yeah. That's what OGs, that's what OGs do. Yeah. Be like, hey, nigga, wash your balls before you go over there. <laughs> without, without, a, without a good OG, you would have sweaty balls in your mouth, miss. See? Yeah. Shit like that. Instead of clean balls. You know, I just, I just want you to leave us alone. Leave us alone. First off, Kevin, see, this is what, like I said, this is why niggas like Kevin, Kevin Samuels rise for the Phoenix. He said, if you, you place homophobia on straight men, but you wouldn't say that to homosexual men. Like, calling their man uh, OG is, there's nothing homosexual about it. You're acknowledging that there's somebody that you get guided from. Now there is a, if she was going to like the weird shit where like niggas younger than people are calling people big bro or some shit like that, like, but she didn't go there. She went for OG. Like OG is a, is a term of endearment. So now you're placing homosexual tendencies on it, which is weird, right? Mm. Stay out of man's business. You don't understand why people like the thing, about, <laughs> the thing about OGs are important because we talked about this last first season. There's a these young niggas out here don't have OGs. They're either going to jail or getting killed. So for you to be classified as an OG to give game to somebody, that's a term of endearment. Mm-hmm. And as men, we need that. We need guidance throughout this world. You know, a lot of people don't have good fathers or good role models. So hello. I just I just just it's sad it has to be, you know, a black woman. She looked like she was a black woman. I saying these things about black men or, or just men in general. And it seems like she ain't been outside of her community. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking it's a suburb community, you know. Quote unquote, yeah, that's you know? some suburban behavior. You know, you don't be real, around because real real bitches from the trenches understand what the fuck OG is. They know. You know what I'm saying? Or women who understand, like, yo, some niggas ain't got fathers, or some niggas ain't got, but they got a nigga. Now, there are misguided OGs. And sure. You can talk, but that's a separate subject. But there are older men that niggas refer to as OG. Yo, that's my OG. Or that's my old head. And that nigga actually has helped you move through life better because he gave you some game. You know what I'm saying? I chuckled. Like I said, I chuckled. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't funny. I feel like she was trying to, and I even seen women coming at her ass more than more than I seen it. Like not more than I seen niggas, but I seen the retweets that I seen. It was girl like women talking about. You know, women like to get women out the way because mm-hmm. they speak their language even better. But bro, putting some putting gay shit on straight men to try to make fun of them like that's the opposite of the message that y'all been pushing forever. Like y'all want. Y'all want acceptance, y'all want equality and all this shit, but then y'all don't want it for niggas. Y'all want niggas to be what y'all want niggas to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you said it. Stay out of the niggas, stay out of men's business. These new blacks. There's a term for it's called new blacks. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, these even though we're college educated, you know, man, 
it seems college edu educated, you know, new black fat, uh, you know, took a diversion in, in what uh, inclusivity class or, you know, they got a they got a degree in, you know, liberal arts or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Just like you've been at the white man's school for a long time and mm -hmm. you be around white people. So you forget, you know, what African-American vernacular is or something like that. You try to you try to be too old. Go to see. Too old. Like, it's these new blacks, bro. Stay away from them. They're bad for your health. It's giving daddy. It's giving daddy. Niggas need daddies. Pause. No homo. <laughs> <laughs> niggas need fathers. And it's not sexual. <laughs> like, niggas actually need males, like, you know what I'm saying? Why you think these niggas is fucked up emotional nowadays? Because ain't no nigga ever tell them how to fucking control their emotions. Mm. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, bro. So, and uh, the last one, I just saw a tweet that I wanted to um, give a shout out to. So, this is, uh, his name is Charles, aka Chuck's Rocks. Chuck Rocks. C-H-U-K-R-O-X-X. He said his fiance just got promoted and I'm officially the house husband, y'all. Clap for me, please. Ooh. I'm giving him a clap. I hope that I hope that was real energy, man. You know, I just I love the energy of you know what I've been asking for, you know, being a house husband, you know, take care of the kids, you know what I'm saying? I've been this is my dream. I'm still gonna make money, I'm still gonna provide. But, you know, mm -hmm. I don't want to go to work every day. You know, let the woman get it back. I just love that energy. I'll hey, man, it. I really hope that tweet was real, man. I hope that his wife or his lady really got a promotion and he can take care of the home, you know, and that he can have that freedom to, to, to you know, to work and, and, and to continue working, of course, but, you know, to have some pressure take off his shoulders. You know, he knows that the he knows where his next meal is coming from. He knows that the bills. <laughs> He knows that the bills are taken care of. He knows. You know? And that's that's what that's a piece that not just women want. Like you, you said plenty of times on this podcast, you want that safety net and that security yeah. of your woman being able to provide. <laughs> and I will take care of the house. I'll keep it clean. Shit, clean the fish tank. You know how long if I got eight hours to look up recipes. You gonna eat good every night. Then a hot on the table. Come in at five thirty. Meals on the table at six. Yep. I even have it. I got you. Your lazy boy in the remote, right on the seat. Right oh, on I, the seat. I record. I recorded. Married at first sight for you. You know what I'm mm. saying? I got your wine already, nice and chill. Shit. I'm letting a nigga like me stay home. We have eight hours to make your life easy. Get a little feet rub. Get you, give you a little feet rub. You know what I'm saying? Run your mm -hmm. bath for you. Shit, had it had a had an Eric Benet plan with the with the what? And this is five nights a week you getting this treatment. <laughs> you might shit. Your your pajamas your pajamas already laid out on the bed with a little oh, mint on top of it. Yeah. Little after dinner mint. You know what Sundays? You know what Sundays are gonna be like when I got time to plan it? Sundays and Saturdays. Stupid. Talk about your, your shower or your, your bath, whatever you want, whatever you want, Queen. It's gonna be nice at the right temperature you want. I will make sure that it's at the right temp. Bubble bubbles there, like you said, the Eric Benet, you know, the uh, Erica Badu plan, you know, yes, sir. Smell, 
You know, if you want to, it's a Saturday, Saturday afternoon, you know, you want to keep it nice and, you know, funky, you can play some Earth, Wind & Fire, you know what I'm saying? Keep, keep the temptation. Or, or if you want to turn up, because you're going to step out later, we got that twerking later, the uh, city girls don't playing. Reese is going crazy for it right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, I just seen someone on social media about the twerking later. Um, I love it though. I, I pray, I, I pray that the, that, that, what do you say? I saw, I've seen what you've done for other people, Lord. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've seen it. You know, so I just want to give a shout out to that man. You know, the, the male community, we clap for him today. He deserves. he deserves. He probably worked hard. He probably worked hard to care of the house for a long time. You know? And then you think, what do you think about it? He sacrificed his dreams so his queen can hit hers. Think about that. Don't let that go over your head. A lot of people won't do that for their partners. Yeah, man. He he said, you know what? Stand on my back. And you could see and you could go higher. <laughs> And you know what? All I ask is that these bills get paid and they can get some spending money, a couple yeah. shopping spree days. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A nice car. Yeah. Put, me in a, put me in a nice SUV. You, know? you got you to gotta have some nice, uh, a nice little four door for the kids. You got to have. Yeah. I got to get the kids from practice to practice. To, you know, I got to. I gotta get these groceries. I need big, big trunk space for all the groceries. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know I'm gonna be in low. I'm gonna be building shit. Yeah, of course. I'm gonna. I gotta get this lumber. <laughs> gotta get this. I got these new shelves from IKEA. I can't put them in a in a, in a little sedan. I'm gonna need that SUV. And just make sure my handy fine is good. You know. Oh yeah. With the key. Bless me. Oh, matter of fact, I seen this video. This is kind of speaking. But it's like the normal general. So this nigga, he had a big stack of bread and he was talking to his girl before he was about to go out. And he started like giving her hundred dollar bills. He's like, I'm going out with the boys. Don't call me, don't <laughs> text me, leave me alone. Don't text. Okay. And he was and every time, every syllable, he was putting money in her hand. And she was like, all right, and then you know, of course, you know, she want more money, more money. But I was like, I'm not mad at that energy. That that's, nigga that's understood energy. what it's gonna take. That's good energy. As long as it is, I tell you what, up front, I'm with the boys. We're gonna be drinking, watching football, you know, talking shit. Don't call me unless it's an emergency. That's it. He, he's, I think he said, even if it's an emergency, don't call. Me. <laughs> but he was, he was putting. Listen, he was putting the bread in her hand though. He was, it was. It was well over. It was a couple thousand he gave to her. Like, look, that's enough. That's that's good bribe money. You could do a lot with this thousand, but what I don't want you to do is call me, leave me alone. And she was happily. Oh, her hands were open. One hand had a cell phone. One hand was open, receiving the money. So this is same why I, interview reverse, baby. Look, yeah. if you tell me, hey, I'm going to work to pay these bills, take care of the house, have my food cooked and clean, want to come home and my pajamas nice and laid out my hands will be open okay babe now, what we think about it, terry is that really such a hard thing to ask for a partner like i don't understand why every day <laughs> on, on the internet there's people complaining about if a nigga paying the bills he still gotta clean up or some shit if, like this every day i get on the internet and there's gender wars about people 
paying bills and not paying bills and going half on things and stuff like they don't really live real life, man. I'm telling you, it's these new blacks. These new blacks. Listen, gender roles have existed for a reason. I'm going to go out and hunt. You're going to go tend to the garden. I'm going to bring the fish or the meat back. You're going to prepare it. You're going to cook it. And I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do it all over again. The roles, I can't do everything. You can't do everything. We got to pick and choose as partners what we're going to do. And just so happened, you out here, you you a motherfucking computer engineer getting a bagging temp from these side from these uh fucking tech companies. You know what? You gonna go out, write that code. I'm gonna stay home and knit some socks or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's gender like the gender roles don't gotta be what they've been. It don't gotta be a hunter gatherer. You know what I'm saying? We can we can update it. We in the tech age, right? Yeah. You don't got to lift heavy shit to get the bag. You don't got to break your back. All you got to do is. And that gives me more to listen. Listen, see, you see where we're going? It gives you go outside and get the bag technology wise. That gives me more time to learn the craft, to learn to do things with my hand as what a man used to do. Make me feel like a real man again. So when shit hit the field. You know what I'm saying? We got to get active in the streets or, you know, grow some shit or mm-hmm. build some shit. Guess what I have now? Guess what I have time to do now? Mm-hmm. I know how to do that because I spent all day. Yeah, I, I could defend you better. I can I could defend you better. I can protect you better. I can provide for you better because it, I'm, oh, I'm going to keep it on with you. As a man, it's not that difficult to get a job. It's not. <laughs> I can't I can't sit here and and and, and yeah, I, I agree. I can't sit here and be like, you know, it's tough to find you can find a job. Yes. You can find a job. You know what I'm saying? And with any anything with the tech in, the tech industry, you can learn on the internet. You know, this this internet YouTube Academy is real, you know. Um, but it's, it's it's a lot more difficult to learn tasks with your hands. Because sometimes mm. you just don't get it, you just don't got it. You don't got a green that time. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, one day I want to have these conversations with real women. You know what I'm saying? What if I stayed home and learn how to protect and provide for you better while you go out and get the chicken? How do you feel about that? But then we're going to start seeing a lot of these, uh, let's just say, you know, these independent women are not so independent and not so progressive that they, you know, thought they were. So I just want to have that. To see, because you know that they people people often say say thing one thing and they talk that talk real good, but when it comes to walking the walk, they're not really about it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They want equal pay. <laughs> Once you get it, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, they might not have to work as much. You make it enough <laughs> for the for the crib. You make enough for the crib. And look, instead of hiring people to do all this work, I'll just stay home. We don't have to have strangers in our home. That we'll have to. Watch out for them stealing from us or mm-hmm. touching our kids or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Fucking shitting in the, shitting in our master bathroom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't gotta worry about a ring camera, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll be shitting in the bathroom. That's it, because I'm gonna be home all day. <laughs> I'll be home all day. Nigga, you know, the only, the only thing you gotta worry about is like me becoming like a semi-alcoholic because I'll just be taking shots. <laughs> <laughs> 
but see, don't these stay-at-home moms be alcoholics and pill poppers? We ain't gonna have to fall into that. But you, but you remember them days when you stay home from school, or the days that you stay home and you watch like television back in the day, because we probably just streaming shit now. But when you watch television, you catch all the midday shows. You be like, nigga, I never get to watch these shows. Like, oh, I never bro, watched I haven't them. seen Maury in about ten years. Nigga, I ain't seen bro. Judge Mathis, bro, you <laughs> had that lineup. You come home, you get that Judy, you get that Mathis, you catch the Jerry Springer, you catch the Mari early in the morning, you get the Jerry Springer, did it, bro. Then you catch the old reruns of the Fresh Prince and all that shit in the middle of the day, get the Saved by the Bell in. Niggas, bro, when the last time you seen the Saved by the Bell, man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shit, bro. You know, and you're going to be doing, I'm going to be in the kitchen, breakfast made, lunch is packed, boom. Kids out the door, I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna pour me, pour me up some. You know what I'm saying? Plan out my rest of my day. What I'm gonna do? Cause I know you get kids get out of school three thirty. You get off work four thirty. I'll be ready. I got, I got time to kill. Oh, and the last thing I'm saying, you know, cause sitting at a desk for eight hours a day is is hard to stay healthy. Yeah. If you at home. You got a lot more time to invest in your health. You can mm-hmm. make them home cooked meals and them smoothies and shit. And then you could go to the gym. Boom. Then you got the come on. Tell me, man. It's gonna benefit her a lot. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. I make sure your lunches are, you know, meal prep and everything like that. Cause we're on the same health journey ourselves, you know? So Yeah. I love to see my women, you know. I love to see women become the bosses that they are. Big boss. Deserve. Big boss energy. Bring the money home, baby. You know what I'm saying? Just take care of me, too, like you're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> what, we got, what, what we got this week, man? Uh, We're going to start off with my man, Kwame Brown. Big He's boss. still going. He's still going. Now, listen. I've been thinking about this, right? If people don't know, Kwame Brown, former number one pick, drafted by the Washington Wizards, when Michael Jordan was on the team, he went on to he went on to uh, lackluster career. Also played with Kobe Bryant, Hall of Famer, five time champion. You know what I'm saying? Very tough alpha male basketball players. Kwame Brown never lived up to his number one draft, number one pick potential. But he's so he's often the butt of the joke when it comes to basketball. You know what I'm saying niggas talking about, oh nigga. You suck like Kwame, nigga can't finish, you can't catch, you can't run, you can't jump, da, 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 da. But he was drafted number one. They, there was a lot of potential in him. He just, quote, unquote, didn't reach it. Yeah. But I did see something recent. He made, like, over $60 million yeah. in his NBA career. Yeah. So um, that's more than more than a lot of people will ever make it in their lifetime. But um, he's still going. So Matt Barnes, Steven Jackson, they got a podcast. All the smoke. They had Gilbert Arenas on, and I listened to the whole podcast. And what they said about him wasn't OC. It wasn't OC. Yeah, like Gilbert t- Arenas said that he was the most physically gifted person he played with, but then uh, J- Stephen Jackson made a joke about him just being a bust. That was that was basically it. Technically, he was. So. And technically, if you want to say the word bust, there's a lot of but Jamarcus Russell, yes. number one draft pick of the, he was a bust. You know what I'm saying? Like people are bust. When you when you get drafted in that position, you're supposed to be a a, a top tier elite player. Kwame Brown was never that. But he's going on the internet and this nigga talk shit 
very proficient. Really? Call me Brown, and he saw I didn't know he's from Georgia. This he's nigga got that South Carolina. Okay, whatever. There you go. He's from just right above Georgia. This nigga got that country shit, and he talks shit like an old country nigga. So he been flaming Matt Barnes, calling the nigga mixed race, calling the nigga mixed breed, calling they talking about his slick back, talking about he jumping his own gate. Listen, Kwame Brown is cutting out a market for is cutting out a, 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 a what's what's the word I'm talking? He's cutting out a spot for himself with the, with this shit talking that he's doing. It's very it's very proficient. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't watched the clips, go watch them. <laughs> yeah, man. He's uh he's been winning the, what they say winning the day. He's been winning the day for the past week or so. Mm-hmm. But I could tell he's been wanting to do this. <laughs> he just needed the opportunity. It's been built up. It's been built up. Because you know, you, what, what, uh, isn't this one of your fallacies, Terry? They're talking about basketball, and you start going at niggas' personalities and their real life shit. Yeah. That's one of your fallacies, right? Yes, so it's, uh, I don't believe it's a straw man, but it's, it's, he's definitely deflect. He's arguing points that no one made. <laughs> like, like, they never started, they never, never, he started, yeah, he started talking about, yeah, Jack, that's why you buy bitches. He's like, that's really not the point. We were talking about you being a basketball player, but it's like the the, the idea of him paying hookers is more appealing. Oh, it's a red herring. That's that's the one. This is a red herring. The 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 idea of Jer- of Stephen Jackson buying hookers and Matt Barnes crying on the way to go fight. <laughs> that was funny. I'm not gonna lie. The Matt Barnes slander was funny. On the, on crying on the way to go fight Derek Fisher. <laughs> That is a bright red herring. That is something that is going to take your attention away from us talking about Kwame Brown being a bust. He's doing this a lot. Yes. Yeah, he's really effectively. Yeah. Listen, it's top tier. Like he is going at niggas, and I feel like he's seeing the opportunity now present itself, mm-hmm. which is a good and a bad thing, right? It's a good thing because he's quite entertaining. It's a bad thing is this is coming off. Uh, just disagreements and you know, slandering two black men, you know what I'm saying? Black black mm-hmm. men arguing back and forth. And uh, you know, he, he came out, Charlotte, he slandered Charlemagne for a good 30 minutes, you know. And well, he's getting a Stephen Ed business too. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Charlemagne apologized on the radio today, you know, he was wrong, you know, Charlemagne. yeah, because they both from South Carolina, right? Yeah, Charlemagne, he had given up, uh, you know, some family traumas or whatnot, which is none of you know. The world's business because you put it on a world with the, the radio. Oh, okay. I didn't so, know that. And that's where I think Kwame had like a you know more of a one-to-one agreement. You know, you talk about my family. Well, let's look into your past type of shit, right? Yeah. But regardless, it's funny because none of these niggas have talked about anything about his personal life, and he's been shooting at the hip. But I'm saying, I think he was ready. I think he was, he just, he hated these niggas for a long time. Bro. He, wanted to, he needed opportunity. And also, this is what I was thinking about. He played for my, he played with Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. These niggas are probably the most relentless shit talkers. And then, like, they talking shit that's like cash shit. Yeah. Michael Jordan ain't talking shit that he can't prove. <laughs> and, and and Kobe Bryant ain't talking shit that he can't prove. They talking cash shit. Like shit, when they say something to you, you have no comeback for it. So he's yeah. probably been in positions where he just was like quiet and just had to take some shit talking. So he has learned from the very best about how to do it. And he probably has his, you know what I'm saying, his Kung Fu is strong when it comes to shit talking shit. 
You know what I'm saying? So, Kwame Brown. I'm scared to tweet about him. I'm scared for. I'm scared for this clip to go. If I hope this clip doesn't go viral, so he doesn't slander us. Oh, bro! Listen, all I said was he's still going. (laughs) That's what. That's that was my point. And you brought up the black on black shit, right? Like a black man turning on another black man. Listen, niggas don't like niggas. Okay, there is. You listen. Case by case basis. I judge people off a of case by case basis. Just because you black don't mean I'm gonna like your ass. Just because you black don't mean I'm gonna respect your ass. Now, right. if you lose, like I'm gonna give you that courtesy when I first meet you, but you could lose that shit at any point in time, and I can say foul shit about you whenever the fuck I want. I reserve that right as a human being. And yes, we oh, we're gonna we're tearing down, but yes, yes, you're, y'all trying to use that as an excuse or a reason why you shouldn't say things about people, but at the end of the day. Kwame Brown said, fuck that shit. Yeah. Yeah, you know. He said, and, and he reserved the right to say, fuck that shit. Listen, y'all want to talk about black people? Oh, black man don't do this, black man. Well, guess what? I'm going to talk shit about this black man. Like, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. You know, and, it, it, you know, I obviously I want us to uplift each other, but this is Sometimes insane. Can't Listen, I, I, I love, I love Stephen A's, uh, not Stephen A, um, Steven Jackson response to him buying bitches. And he was like, I did. I was I a young time. He was, I was a young nigga with a lot of money. <laughs> Which, I had a good time. I respect like, listen, if you're gonna do it, you might as well own it. I mean, you got that. That's the best way. Like, you, you gotta do the eight mile shit. Like, you know, the, yeah, that's who I am. You know, especially when it's like if it's documented, like niggas know about you. Like, well, you can't be, you can't really say nothing. Well, is, so, is it a bad thing? Is it a bad thing to admit that he was buying flying bitches out of shit? Because niggas do it anyway. So what's the point? Bro. You know, I, I, I don't know. What's the stigma? Like, do do I think niggas don't care about the stigma bitches. is obviously so we we kind of had this player talk about like, are you a legitimate player if you out here just buying one? Like, is it tricking? You know what I'm saying? We had a tricking conversation. And like it's really to each his own at the end of the day. I feel like there's there's a nasty level that you could you there's a threshold of like nigga, you just literally out here getting prostitutes. Like nigga, like you're paying women for sex. But if you carry your, if if you not if you ain't if you ain't got no shame in your game, I can't really be mad at you for just using what using your assets to get what you want. That's what everybody else do. If niggas good at talking, they're gonna talk the panties off. If niggas is good looking, they're gonna make sure they look good to, to get the good looking women. You know what I'm saying? Niggas in shape, they're gonna stay in shape. Niggas got bread, they're gonna keep getting money to keep fucking bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, and I wanna make this my keep it funky too, but I gave it to 21 Savage. But I'm tired of motherfuckers acting like they don't know the game of life. Like, we don't know, like, motherfuckers act so surprised when things happen. When we're like, motherfucker, this is life. We've seen these stories play out over and over again. There is a pattern to this shit. And I've only been here 30 years, but I can, I've seen the pattern of the game, okay? The game go one way. Niggas, niggas get money, niggas fuck bitches, niggas get cars, niggas get clothes, niggas fuck bitches. Bitches with big asses, titties, get money and fuck niggas with money and big ass and, and big cars and big houses and da-da. I don't know if these people are happy. I just know what the fuck is happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. NBA players do this, models do this, truck drivers do this. Dentists do this, doctors do this. Like it's a like, and obviously there's anomalies that you can bring up to da 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 da. But we understand what humans are. Stop acting so shocked about the game. Did, was I surprised? Was anybody surprised that Steven Jackson was paying strippers for sex? No. So why the fuck are we making a big deal about it? Kwame Brown thought that was gonna hurt his character, nigga. 
He's in the NBA. He probably bought a lot of things for bitches. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Come on. Yeah, I think it's the morality thing. People think they're moral standard. Who got morals for real? <laughs> like, this is what I want to ask. Who got morals for real? The people that we was raised to think had the most morals, politicians and our leaders. You know what I'm saying? Even the pastors. Fuck all that shit. The pastors. We was told the pastor is the, is the leader of the flock. But them motherfuckers out here doing the nasty shit. You remember Eddie Long? Yeah. They got here fucking boys and shit. All these motherfuckers on TV, uh, Joe Osteen ain't letting motherfuckers in the church when it's flooding. Who really got morals? You know who really got morals? The praying grandmother. And that's the only one. <laughs> that's it. Grandmas. Grandma, the only one with morals. <laughs> and shit, she only got them shits. Never mind, let me yeah. not say that. I know she got them shits when she turned like thirty-five. Yeah, she only got them shits after she had her kids and she realized her that her husband wasn't shit. That's when she got. She's like, you know what? I'm just gonna lean on Jesus. <laughs> That's when she got. Her. <laughs> like, but please, I'm just tired of people acting like we don't know the game. And yes, the game is dirty and nasty, and you could choose how you want to play it. But we know what the player. If a, if we got a dirty, nasty player, we know how he gonna play the game. If we got a, a nice, humble, respectable young. A uh, young, educated black woman. We know how she gonna play the game. We 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 can predict kind of how she gonna play the game. Now she may do some shit that's out of pocket. We're like damn, and we just gonna call it out of pocket. Yeah, you know it is what it is. People know the game. Please stop acting like you don't know the game. Please, for me, especially when we talk about celebrity, famous, rich people, we know the fucking game. Okay, that's it. Moving along. Speaking of the game, the playoffs, NBA playoffs have commenced. The playing games are over. We have our seeds. We have the brackets. We have it, and they're underway. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Wizards are in the playoffs, so that's who I'm giving my attention to. You know what I'm saying? They're playing uh, the, the 76ers, who is the who are the number one seed in the East. Mm. And um, your Denver Nuggets were the three seed, and they're playing – who are they playing? Uh, we're playing the Portland Trailblazers. Which is a very tough matchup, if, if I do say so. We lost game one, so there's, there it is. There you go. So, um, but listen, I'm thinking this playoff, I'm thinking it's there you go. Look at the queen, give my man some more wine. But um, I'm thinking these playoffs are going to be very exciting. Like, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't tapped in the whole regular season, you know, just because them games, I realize I'm getting old. I'm not staying up that late to watch all these games. Bro, I can't, listen, you are 100% correct. I have a West Coast team. And you know they don't play until like what ten o'clock our time. I can't keep. Start at ten. That, that that game go off at one a.m. I'm I'm done. No. Yeah. So um, but I'm really thinking this playoffs gonna be really good. We got a lot of young players coming out. We seen Trey Young uh, just hit a game winner against the Knicks. We seen John Morant have a great performance against the um. Who did they play? The Grizzlies yeah. played the Jazz. Called Jazz. The Utah Jazz, who were down Donovan Mitchell, who was coming back. But, um, and then uh, Luka Doncic put on a great performance. Like, so the young player, like, all these niggas is under 22. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, niggas is super. Oh, man, Devin. Don't forget Devin Booker. Oh, yeah, my bad. Devin Booker, who is, uh, he's he's still under 24. So, like, mm-hmm. niggas is out here balling. Like, it might be a change in the guard because the Lakers, I, and I said this before, if y'all listen to the podcast, I was like, listen, the, the bubble championship's cool. But for them to really, they need to win this this one too. For them to be really, I feel like it will validate the bubble championship even more. But I'm hearing slander about Anthony Davis. <laughs> I'm seeing LeBron take pictures in the mirror. 
<laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if the Lakers are the 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 thoroughbred horse that they are supposed to be. Uh, I mean, you still got LeBron. LeBron James still got LeBron, greatest greatest player of all time. Well, not all time, but the greatest player you know in the NBA right now. So that's uh, you got that working for you. And then uh, I'm excited. You know, I think like you said, the young players are restoring the feeling. Like these are players that haven't been in the playoffs before. So you know, I definitely fuck with that. You know, and uh, I, I pray for my Denver Nuggets. We were facing a playoff game. Dame Lillard is different. He's a monster, you know. They beat us two years ago in, in seven. We don't have our one of our best players. That, bro, seeing Jamal Murray on the sideline, I was like, damn, what this nigga's playing. But it was nice to see him rooting and, like, being there. But it's like, that man is a bucket. Like, that nigga could drop 50. Like, that nigga, you feel me? You feel me? No, no nothing. It's just the playoffs are about dogs, you know. Yep. There's nothing but dog time in the playoffs when it comes down to like three minutes left in the game you need a player that can go get you a bucket 100 was that person for us particularly so it's gonna be tough to you know mitigate that and some people have to step up so we'll see but um, yeah man I love, I love the feeling that um i actually watched the knicks play they're not that bad <laughs> listen <laughs> i've i'm a i i've been slandering the knicks because they have been bad but um, their number four seed, they they um they lost on the last second shot. So I'm I'm gonna be paying attention. I'm watching all these series. Like this is this is probably the best time in sports for me. You know what I'm saying? I love the NBA playoffs. We missed it last year. You know what I'm saying? Because of the bubble, it was different. So I'm fully tapped into this. You know, fully tapped in. Well, that's a good point about uh, the late night games. I realized this is another thing you realize as you hit thirty, bro. Um, you need adequate amounts of sleep. Like you need, you're gonna need it, bro. Cause listen, you're gonna, you you, you run off them six hours you thought you could run off. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a little bit tougher. You're gonna get, it's gonna get, you're gonna get up a little bit slower in the morning. You know? Got you, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm realizing though, like, I don't know if I'm just one of these people, but like, there's nights where like, son, I'll be up until well actually i'll take that back because my schedule just changed i was waking up i did start at 10 every day but i just got a new position so now i'm in going to work at eight again so i'm still adjusting to that 8 a.m because i used to love that 10 a.m i'm like look I can oh, yeah, stay that sounds lit that sounds it was, listen i loved it now getting off at six it wasn't that bad you miss all the traffic that part too so it wasn't bad so now it's like i'm going to work and rush out and i'm coming home and rush out I don't really like that. I gotta take my little backways, but I was I was really good with that. You know what I'm saying? I could go to bed at two a.m. and shit. I could wake up at nine and still have enough time to get ready to this. Seven hours. That's good. You're good right there. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that, go, go to bed at two and have to wake up at seven. Yeah, it's different. It's different. But luckily, I only live ten minutes away from my job, so that also helps. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so go ahead and make your prediction. Of who's winning? Who's gonna be in the finals? Who do you see making the finals? Two teams, West Coast, East Coast. Uh, it's a tough one. I like. It's so early. So early. Yeah, it's really early for the East Coast. 
Oh, it's Brooklyn. You think? Okay, Brooklyn. They're Brooklyn. up 1-0 against Boston right now. They just, it's two, it's, you got three, you got final, finals MVPs and league MVPs. So that's tough. Um, so I got Brooklyn versus. The West is a little tougher. Yeah, West is tougher. Um, I don't, I don't trust Utah. So they're down there. Utah's down one zero against Memphis. Dallas is up one zero against wide, Clippers. This is wide open, to be honest. Yeah, the Clippers are the Clippers are down against the Mavs. Denver's down against the Trailblazers, and Lakers are down against the Suns. I like the Suns team. I don't know if they'll. I don't know if they'll make the finals, but I like the Suns team. So Suns and Nets in the final. Yeah, I, I'm probably gonna be wrong about the Suns, but I just like I just I'm like I'm picking Brooklyn, and I actually picked Brooklyn to win it all. Um, so I'm definitely LA would picking be the Brooklyn. Smart choice. LA would be the smart choice. Yes, as a matter of fact, I need to get on my FanDuel shit right now. I need to. Um, Brooklyn, and then out of the West, my heart wants the Clippers to go. Ew. I'm a Kawhi fan, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not as much a Paul George fan, but I know that he's a good player. Uh, even with my Patrick Beverly hate, <laughs> I want the Clippers. Yo, oh, if Patrick Beverly wins the championship, that nigga will be the most annoying nigga that I, I do. Like, I, I don't use the word hate, but I do not fuck with him at all. Listen. Um, we, beat him, we beat him in the bubble last year. I I think he might have blocked me because I was on his ass. You know what? I'm going to – yeah, man. Ugh, I hate him. He tore he tore Russell's meniscus when we was making on one of our playoffs when the Thunder was making a run after we had went to the finals, but he fucking dove for a ball that was instant. I'm gonna talk about it. And then I want I want the Clippers, but I'm not gonna pick the Clippers. I'm gonna say six seed Portland Trailblazers versus the Nets in the finals. Damian Lillard, Carmelo Anthony, mm-hmm. CJ McCullum. If everyone stays healthy. They're a tough team. I want to see that. I want to see that. Yeah, so, yeah. He's the best playing guard in the West right now. So, yeah. Yo, man. And I want him to have that bubble performance, but I want I want the team to help, too. I want the rest of the team to help, too. Um, You mentioned something about sports. Yeah, let's we'll stick with sports real quick. You brought this up. Manny Pacquiao, Earl Spence. Earl Spence, who is one of the best fighters I've seen in a very long time. The way that he beat Danny Garcia was very impressive to me. Yeah, I mean, this is early news. You know, they just dropped the flyer. It's in August. Early predictions, you know, Manny about 50. So, I, you know, he's definitely going to keep up with him. But, you know, we can, we can, we, we, let's go back to uh, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, part three. Oh, yes. Bro, I'm picking Fury. Like, Deontay cat, cannot box at all. He got, it, it, it was, it was, it was telling. That's the word, telling. Bro. He be wait. All he does is try to hit a nigga with a right hand, and the only reason why he even did, did so well the first fight is because he caught that nigga with the right hand at the end of the fight, bro. Like Tyson Fury is a way better boxer. He's no longer smoking crack, <laughs> but he was on drugs. Yeah. But um, I'm sorry. Even though he said till this day, even though like I know he's a black conscious mind, Tyson Fury is the better boxer to me. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. But so we got to get this money so we can start being ringside and going to fights and shit and being in Vegas. Can we get this money, my nigga? I'm trying to be in Vegas for fights. Like, there is there there is something electric always about fight night. Uh, even when it's like like not even a, like a crazy marquee fight, but just when you know it's a pay per view head lineup, bro. Yeah. Like you need the fit. You gotta have the one of a kind fit. You feel me? I'm trying to be Frank Lucas and shit. Like at least have that feeling once. Like we gotta get this money. Shit. Okay. Um, I think that's all for sports. Um, but since sports is competitive, we're gonna talk about another competition, the versus battle that I believe is officially announced. You know what I'm saying? You know, watch me crank it, watch me roll, watch me crank that soldier boy and Superman the whole verse. I never had nobody show me all the things that you done show me in a special way. When you hold me, you done bow whistle verse big Draco, King Draco, um, DeAndre Way. Is it DeAndre? Yes. DeAndre Way. The Big Drake's going move. down. It's going down. This is the battle we've been waiting for. They're trying to give us Romeo and Bow We didn't want to see that. First of all, Romeo, sorry. Sorry, Romeo, you're no, you're not touching Bow I'm sorry. Bow has solidified hits, has solidified movies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bow wins. Bow wins against Romeo versus Bow is not even. That was something they tried to market to us when we was kids. And we didn't even, I didn't even buy that shit then. I was like, it was like, who's better at basketball? Bow Wow or Romeo? Okay, Romeo, you're better at basketball, but Bow Wow's 5'3". So it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You went to USC, okay, boom. But when it comes to entertainment, you're not fucking with Bow Wow or Romeo. Bow Wow. Yeah, he's one of the ones. Bro, Bow Wow has had one of the greatest music careers of a child star that has ever existed. You know, and you know, regardless of his slight falls or whatever, he's not hooked on crack. Not a, you know, you know, in jail for murder or rape or anything exactly. like that. You know what I'm saying? He's he takes care of his kids. You know, he try to rebrand, but you know, niggas don't care about Shad Moss. You know, niggas don't care about Shad. But listen, Bow Wow's still out here. He's still, he's, he's like, he's not even 35. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? He's been but, famous his whole life. Like that's like, away from the music shit and verses, we'll get into that. He, him and Soldier Boy have been literally famous for Bow Wow more so, but it, they've been- their entire, the, like, like, entire they've been famous, like, yes, for the most of their life. Like imagine being, your, the years when you're supposed to fuck up and be a kid, you're have you have to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? You got you can't just go out and go to the mall or whatever without getting, you know, surrounded and hounded and shit. So mm. salute to them. We gotta give them the flowers for just being the blueprint for a lot of these uh, you know, quote unquote child stars, you know, teenage stars. So I wanna, you know, salute that, you know. Uh Big Draco was the first on a lot of the shit, you know, as we as we find out every day. Listen, facts. He, he just be spitting facts, you know? You know, he put us, he was like, um, Big Draco was the first one to introduce us to Bape. And now to think about it, my first time in being introduced to Bape was I got me some bathing apes. Yep, and then Lil Wayne, then, well, probably Pusha T, then Lil Wayne, I mean Eclipse, then Lil Wayne, Pharrell, 
But yo, he said, yo, I got me some baby. I got me some. Come on, like that era, bro. That that's that's us, bro. Like, I definitely want to be somewhere around people to experience that and take that battle completely in. Like this, this one's gonna do numbers. Yeah, yeah, we gonna, gonna do I gotta, I gotta find me a tall tee. You know? Oh, one hundred percent. You gotta wear a rocket tall tee. You gotta rock a tall tee and a headband, and a wristband, sweatband, and you could you could throw on a jersey. If you ain't, if you can't find a talk to you, you could throw on the throwback jersey. But um, yeah, man. Who you got? Who you got though? Music wise, I gotta take Bow Wow, bro. I, 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 I like Soldier Boy was like ringtone, and ringtones were, were part of life. But I remember getting Doggy Bag, getting a Beware of the Dog for Christmas, and I'm rapping that shit and playing the fuck out of the joint in my cassette, in my, in my, in my CD player. Nigga, beware of the, you know what I'm saying, beware of the dog and doggy bag. You know what I'm saying? That's probably after that. But you know, probably when I fell off. You know what I'm saying? But come on, son. Oh. I I know he's probably gonna lose, but team, I'm team Draco. Uh, I just don't I really like literally song for song. I don't think that he could keep up with Bow. I that's 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 what I'm thinking. If he plays it right, right? He can't play the big the big hits, you know. Mm-hmm. That, but then, Actually, you know what? If you start playing like uh you know um shootout and mm. all and those think about the shit he's produced. That's think what I'm saying. I was getting there. He wrote a lot of shit. He's got shit with Drake, with Nikki, you know, uh Beyonce trophy, and Beyonce. Like if he starts if 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 he has a good team, somebody really strategically plays out the list of songs for him, and if we're including songs he written and produced, he can he can he can get It'll you know what? You know what? You know what? I think. Yeah, I think that it's gonna be one of them races where Bawa jumps out to a lead early, but then Soldier catches him before the end. Mm-hmm. As I think about it, so listen. I don't know. Either way, the culture, the culture wins. Bow Wow Wow EBO EBA is 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 cute, right? But if you put that against motherfucking, you know, kiss me through the phone. Bro, but he got he got Chris Brown Jones, he got Amarion Jones, he got his shit, he got I mean he got the little he got the three six mafia jump, he got the he got some shit. But you know what? You're right. Like like but you know what you made me think about. It. I think that Bow Wow might jump out to an early lead, but I think Soldier got does have sit to hawk him down with. It'll be yeah. a good one. Definitely. Hey, but I'm here. Got to stretch, got to stretch, cause we'll be dancing. Nigga, I'm gonna be out there, bro. I, you know what I love to do? Like when I go out, like I really love to like let go. Like there'll be time in the night where I'll be like, it's like I'll be kind of conscious of like, all right. But then there's a time where I'm like kind of drunk and high, and I'll be like, man, I don't care about anything or anyone. I'm gonna do whatever I feel, and I'll be. This could go wrong sometimes. But when I'm in a safe place around good people, it's never gonna go wrong. I'm gonna close my eyes and I'm gonna let loose and I might and I'm gonna do chicken head and I'm gonna fucking crank the soda boy. Be in a safe place. Be in a safe place. Oh yeah, and I'm a superman that hoe. And I'm a oh, I can't wait to the place shootout. It's lit for let me. Let me get up. Let me get up. That was my shit. Shootout. Hey, son. Yeah, man. But then they got songs together too, so they could do the songs that they have together. Yeah, they gonna do a Gucci Man and uh, Jeezy for Marco Polo. Marco Polo. 
Jeezy was on it? No, like you know how they both performed it. Oh yeah, they should. It makes sense. If and they, they had beef. Good. They had beef way back in the day. Like this is a better battle. You know, you remember the Soldier Boy Bow Wow beef? I don't. You do you remember the uh, the video where Soldier Boy uh, Bow Wow was with like three niggas in the back? That was that Soldier Boy. Yeah. When he had like all the niggas in the black tees, and they yeah, were like, and, and he was like, look, he would say something, and then it would have the sound effect. I didn't know that he was talking to soldiers, man. Maybe soldier. it just didn't stick into my my memory. Like I'm I'm sure that I was there for that, but damn. Well, there's a little animosity that's gonna make the battle better. And you know, listen, soldier don't give a fuck. He'll throw he's throwing shots at anybody. Soldier don't give a fuck. Portables are gonna be fantastic. Drake, listen, I want I want Draco to be off at least one pill, a couple pills. Cause no cocaine. Remember they remember they thought cat sex trying to say that nigga was doing coke. He was, and I'm like he was on drugs, bro. Oh, for sure. Listen, for sure. Soldier Boy was on drugs for sure. Remember his last little uh, Breakfast Club run? He was on drugs. It's 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 very clear. Yeah, he, he had to be on like a Zanny or something, like a couple bars. Yes, he was definitely on drugs. And we know, we know when celebrities are on drugs. Remember when Cat Williams was getting in all that shit? We like, yo, Cat Williams is on drugs. And he yeah. tried to say he wasn't on drugs. He's like, nigga, you're on drugs. We can look at you and tell you you're high. Nigga was fighting an eight, uh, eighth grader. He fought an eighth grader. Nigga was getting arrested every week. Nigga was crashing motorcycles. Nigga was... Come on, son. Shout out to Cat Williams, though. Um, oh, and we'll segue into a little somber moment. We lost. Um, we lost. Comedian, writer, actor, Paul Mooney. Uh, he passed away. Um, let me get his, his, exact, his exact age. Um, oh, he was he was seventy nine. Yeah, so Paul Mooney passed away. Uh, you know, most people probably know him from uh, the Chappelle Show. Um, but he was also the writer. He was a writer for uh, Richard Pryor, um, a comedian, a stand up, and um, it's crazy. Right before we started filming, I was watching Hollywood Shuffle with Robert Townsend and um, Keenan Ivory Wade's. He was in that joint. So 19 in the 1980s, Hollywood, black comedian, he was present. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate Paul Mooney so much for me hearing him talk about white people the way that he talked about white people. Yeah. That shit means that shit means so much that I don't even think that I realize all the way what it means. I was, yeah, I mean, I was uh when I brought it up, I was. Definitely interested to see how it affected you. You know, you being a comedian, comedian and shit like that. It's 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 like he like his style. Like he literally would just talk shit about white people. But and obviously he'll put the stories in there and then the jokes and then like he was great at writing jokes. He wrote for Richard Pryor. He wrote for television shows and sketches. He wrote for Richard Pryor's show, which got canceled or whatever. But it's like, bro, he was just so. The rawness, bro. That's what it was. It was the rawness, bro. Like, you knew that this nigga was, would say whatever the fuck, and he was not going to hold back. And there was no cancel culture. There was no insensitivity, insensitivity shit. He's from that Richard Pryor shit. He's like, nigga, I'm going to say this shit unapologetically, and y'all are going to fucking just have to take it. And he called a white person a cracker, them fucking crackers, they're racist, they da da da. And he was saying this shit. When niggas wasn't saying that shit. Yeah, yeah. He was saying that shit, being unpopular. You know what I'm saying? Not being loved by Hollywood niggas. He's standing, he was an LA comedian. 
he's in LA saying this shit about all these motherfuckers to their face. That was the most dopest part, the rawest part. Like he was saying to white people, like white people would come to his shows and get slandered and still laugh. But because but this is what I'm saying though, he was not on stage lying. He was saying the truth. He was like, <laughs> I remember the joke where he was like, He's like, the white person get arrested. He was like, I'm 17 people. And he'd be like, oh shit, we gotta study this. And nigga, nigga Johnny, so I'm 17 people. Well, you're gonna get seven. Well, all 17 of you motherfuckers is going to jail. Like he was, he was just, and then uh Chappelle show, amazing. We talking about ass moon, ass Paul Mooney. Yeah. Priceless, bro. White people asking nigga shit. Domus, Negro Domus. Negro Dom. I'm about to watch this shit after we get off the shit. Bro, amazing. And that's the shit we was that's the shit that I was watching as a kid. There is some concern about that when I think about that, but yeah. Bro, Paul Mooney, Paul Mooney's a legend. You know what I'm saying? And also a gay black man. I didn't know he was gay. He was gay. <laughs> openly? I don't know how openly he was about it, but he was I think like Luther Luther Bandro's gay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Niggas, niggas, niggas like ain't confirmed, but niggas ain't denied. You know what I'm saying? Because, but I do remember it was a roast where, um, well, you know, uh, Richard Pritchard Pryor had his, uh, yeah, his, he was fucking, he was fucking about him. He, about, he, said, nigga, he said, I ain't never fucked no nigga, but I fuck a faggot. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, dude, I just said faggot. He would say shit like that. And I remember he was roasting, I believe it was a Richard Pryor roast, but you know, at the end of the roast, the nigga just getting roasted, just go down and roast everybody else. And he started roasting uh, Paul Mooney about some gay shit. And it was like, oh, I believe that. Like, it wasn't just a joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, oh, Paul Mooney is definitely out here. You know what I'm saying? Doing his thing. Wow. R.P. Paul Mooney. R.P. Paul Mooney, man. R.P. Paul Mooney. A great black man who will live on forever, especially if, as long as I'm alive, I don't remember who the fuck Paul Mooney was. Um, Da-da-da-da-da. We're gonna talk about since we since we talking about bullshit. I just wanna talk about this. This I thought this was funny. Um Twitter, on Twitter, I see people posting pictures of like McDonald's help winning signs, right? And people at McDonald's, they're like, come get hired today and get a free iPhone. Or come get hired today and make $18 an hour. But there's like fucking fine prints of this shit when motherfuckers is like, nah, you realize, oh yeah, you'll get $18 after you work for the company for six months with like a whole bunch of stipulations for you to actually get the $18. Or to get the iPhone, a free iPhone, you gotta fucking work for the company for for a year and then you qualify for the, you know what I'm saying? And it's just crazy. Like, why are you trying, why is, why are these fast food places having such a hard time finding people right now? Is it because the pandemic unemployment is better than working a minimum wage job? I think that might be have something to do with it. Yeah, I do too. But if you say it right, the new blacks would call us, you know, Republican Trumpers, you know, right leaning. But it's like niggas were making more money off unemployment than they were working at McDonald's, right? It's just a fact. So, yeah. I think um, I don't like that game they play. That's kind of whack, right? But if you notice, anybody just you just live life. You can see everybody's hiring. So I wonder. Yeah. If, I wonder if you're on to something. Like niggas are just having trouble rehiring. It's directly because of the pandemic, bro. Like niggas could. I would rather 
say that I can't find a job, then stand behind, stand in the kitchen making bullshit money when I can make money when I'm sitting at home. And now, yeah, these benefits aren't going to last forever. And you got more time to do things with that money or learn how to flip that money, you know? That shit, niggas got stimulated. Niggas, niggas got unemployment. I would assume, I would assume in this pandemic, if you had children and were unemployed and you got a STEMI, you came up. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah, with the kids? Hell yeah. You had to. And, and like, like I said, like these motherfuckers are used to living with a not a lot. So niggas could make that shit stretch and they do whatever they want. But I'm just, I'm just like sick, tight about like, yo, McDonald's. Doing this like, bro, I ain't never read a sign and believe some shit that was on a sign, but it's like, how dumb you think motherfuckers are? McDonald's has never paid nobody to seventeen dollars unless you're like a manager, bro. Unless you running that motherfucker, you 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 running that motherfucker, <laughs> like. And also, it, also a sign of being getting older. You realize seventeen dollars ain't that much money, nigga, bro. If you got health insurance. And you got you got a card note, you got a fuck, bro. They know. Listen, they know what they're doing. They give you just enough to where you're starving when you don't starve to death. Especially in jobs like that, like jobs where there's no requ- no requirements. All you got to do is just be here. You know <laughs> All you got to do is come. You know for me, so but you know, uh, I hope that people don't fall for the okie doke, and I actually hope that. Jobs are paying people living wages. That's the that's the that's the overall issue that we need to figure out. Well, I don't need to figure it out, but the system needs to figure out. Yeah, man, but it's that's that's above me. But it's it's people, especially the positives and leaders, they act like it's so hard to find a solution to things when really all you have to do is pay people what they're worth, pay people for their time, and don't like you, they, they don't want to uplift the, 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 I don't know why they don't want to uplift the lower class people like that. Uh, um, I'm getting to some shit that I ain't really thought about, but yeah, don't, don't work at McDonald's. They're not going to give you a free iPhone and they're not going to pay you 17 dollars an hour. And no ether either. Cause, oh yeah. And I had this, Wendy's is way better than McDonald's. <laughs> yes, it is. But if you want to, if you want to, keep it 100 you're still eating processed food it's, it's, i feel like wendy's is it's, it's processed you're right but i'm just talking about the quality of the processed food when the last time you ate mcdonald's like god damn man that shit like satisfying like I, it's hard to find fast food where you're actually gonna eat the shit and be like god damn that shit was like tasty unless you get like fried chicken <laughs> but yeah bro i've never had a burger the only thing that like hit from mcdonald's for me is the fries if you count hash browns, fries, yeah, potatoes, yeah. Okay, the breakfast. So the breakfast and the fries are keeping McDonald's alive. Definitely. No, I, honestly, I know, bro. But when is the last time you've seen a McDonald's and there wasn't niggas in the drive-thru? Because hey. it's the convenience factor. It's easy. I'm just saying, like, it's whatever we say, like, we, uh, we're acting like niggas don't be eating McDonald's, and that's not true. Niggas be eating McDonald's regardless niggas of how we feel about it. But what I'm saying is... If we're ranking fast food places, McDonald's, McDonald's is, is at the bottom. It's not up like it's literally the bottom, but it's like 
you see them fucking arches, they're everywhere, bro. Exactly. Bro, there's times, like, I live close to one, and I'll be like, nigga, I know I don't want to eat this shit, but I'm like, damn, I don't want to cook. Damn, and nigga, be like, fuck it, I'm going to get a fucking six-piece nugget and french fry, two french fries, call it in, you know what I'm saying? That's the part about it. But I just wanted to make that point. I'm, I'm out here riding for Wendy's. Wendy's is way better to me than McDonald's. Just taste-wise. And- I'm not disagreeing with you there. I'm just saying if we are arguing about eating processed food, we are yes. arguing something totally different. Yes. But yes, you agree, I agree with you. Wendy's, I would, if we were on a road trip and if we needed to stop and make food, get food, I'm stopping at Wendy's before I'm stopping at McDonald's. That's all I'm saying. And also, I went back home for Mother's Day and I was drunk and nostalgic. I went through the Burger King drop it. Burger King fries are the worst shit in the fucking world. <laughs> Burger King got the worst fucking fries. I don't know how they never got this shit right. And Burger King fries ain't never been fucking good. They ain't never been good, no. Since I was a child, I remember being like five, six, getting Burger King fries and like, yo, these shits are garbage. Well, the problem with Burger King is that they don't have a niche. Now, they just do everything. I don't know if you looked at their menu. They have, like, everything. Like, they have, like, jalapeno poppers, and now they have Impossible Burgers, and then they have, you know... They're supposed to be the Burger King, but they burger ain't thinking that Whopper ain't him for shit. They just... Like I said, listen, go to Wendy's and get you a burger if you crave one. That's gonna be a tasty burger. I'm not arguing there. Just trying to say. Listen, Wendy's, holla at me. We trying to get this bag so we can be fight uh, ringside. Um, I want to nerd out for a little bit, and then we could go to whatever you want to talk about. The Eternals trailer dropped today on recording. Eternals is a Marvel movie. It's following. You know what I'm saying? It's the third. It's the new phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I'm very excited to watch this movie. I'm going to give you guys a little synopsis for people who don't know. The Eternals, a race of immortal beings with superhuman powers who have secretly lived on Earth for thousands of years, reunite to battle the evil deviants. So the Eternals, they're like beings from outer space that kind of are on Earth that no one knows about, but they're very powerful, very strong beings. And the cast is large as hell, as big as hell, it's like, 10 plus main, 10 plus characters. You know what I'm saying? You got Angelina Jolie. You got my man, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, who's a black guy. He was in, um, damn, what was he in? He was in, um, he's in Atlanta. 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 He's, he's getting a so, lot of movies. He's been a lot of movies. He was in, he was just in King Kong versus Godzilla, um, but probably best known from his role as uh, Paperboy in Atlanta. Um, I'm just ready to watch the shit. The trailer is dope. I like I like superhero movies. I'm actually gonna start reading the comics because I um I need a new I need something else to do with my life besides um watch movies. Um but it's gonna be dope. If you haven't seen the trailer, go check it out. And um yeah, seems seems cool. It's you know something after because the Avengers story kind of, you know, they're they they have other movies coming out like uh Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy and you know Loki series is coming out on Disney Plus uh very soon in June. Um but as far as the, the cinematic universe and the movies, Eternals is up next. And if you guys don't know about it, you guys need to tap in because it's like one of them blockbuster type of things that everybody's probably gonna fuck with. Bro, did I talk about this last week? What? Sure, I went to the movies. Uh, yeah, you did. Okay. I just like, 
I'm excited for the movies to be open. Bro, they closing down Bowtie, which is oh, for real? yeah, they lost they, they they lost so much bread. They they're opening up something else there. I forgot what they said, but yeah, that shit. Gone. Movies is the movies. We thought about the we thought the movies wasn't needed. No, bro. I realize the movies are maybe like oh we can just watch it at home. Nah, that ain't the same, my brother. You know, unless no, you got not. money and you got a like a dedicated room for the movies, even then it still is not the same. Not the same. Up and smelling the popcorn when you open the door, you know what I'm saying? Getting a big ass drink for no reason. You want a small, it's the size of a large. Exactly. Spending thirty two dollars at the concession. Your lady to getting your lady to sneak in candy and her bag. You feel me? Getting them. Do you do you you like Twizzlers? There, I'm on a. uh, I'm more of an Eminem guy. Peanut Eminems. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's that is that is top five movie snack. Peanut M Ms. Twizzles is peanut good, like for the occasion. Twizzles is a good date. Twizzles is a good date candy. Yeah, y'all can break it off. Here you go, baby. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You can feed it to each other. You can bite it and kiss each other. Um, I love Twizzles, but um, that's about the snacks, the movie, the 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 tra- the uh, what's it? The previews, trailers. It's a good the, month, the trailers. Shit. Even even the sticky the 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 the, the trash is still on the floor. It's, it's bro like that that was my best childhood like childhood shit like just going to the movies. It was always exciting. Oh, you hear the fucking Dolby surround sound and shit. You know what I'm saying? You get the lights go low and you like you're into that shit. You feel me? It's yeah. it's immersive. And it's, even if you watch the movies at home, you're like. The, the focus is a little bit more intense at the movies versus at home. Like, there's always yeah, a lot bro. of pressure. Bro, I'm not checking my phone. Like, I don't, all. when the movie, bro, I have only once in my life have I left in the middle of a movie to do anything, to use the bathroom one time from That's when true. I was there. One time. You hold the pee the whole time? Hold the pee. I, I pee before. I don't got to pee when the movie's on. I don't. That's and impressive. I think the only time that I actually got up, it was the pee. One time I got the pee, and one time I was hungover, I had to throw up. And I was in a 3D movie, and I got the spins from the 3D shit. That's impressive. Love the movies. Love the movies. That'd be You're a dope about that experience, bro. Like I think we, I think we overestimated how we thought the movies would fare during the pandemic. It was like, oh, the movies is over. Nah, nigga, we missed that shit. I went once during the pandemic. To see the movie, it was RZA movie, Cutthroat City. Oh yeah, that wasn't bad. And then um, I just went to see Mortal Kombat. I had said so that said so when Mortal Kombat, I was like, I have to go to the. I, I was like, back. I watched it on HBO Max. I might go back and watch it through the movies. But I was like, I have to go. And now the plot wasn't the best, but it's still that feeling was there. I was like, yo, this is Mortal Kombat because before Mortal Kombat was coming out, I knew I was gonna go see that movie. The Nobody is the dude that from um yeah. Everybody yeah. calls Saul Jones. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, movies are dope. And that's the fuck all I got, man. Well, I think that's pretty much all I got too. Listen, outside is outside. Oh yeah. The 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 concerts and the venues are happening again. You know, be safe. Do your due diligence. Uh, if you're vaccinated, be vaccinated and live your life. But you know, I'm excited for outside. I'm excited for you know nice warm weather. I'm excited to show legs. I'm, you know, it's it's lit. 
This nigga said he's excited to show legs. Come on now. That's show part of my legs. wardrobe, you know what I'm saying? Don't hate I mean, this nigga got leg tats. Oh, yeah, that's also what else I'm doing for more of them getting tatted. Yeah, you know where you're getting it? Yeah, I'm going to finish my half sleeve on my forearm. So that'll be done. And then I'm probably going to do something else on my hand. So you dedicated to wearing sleeves your whole life. If you were corporate. (laughs) Nigga, no one knows I'm fucking tatted. I'm black as shit. Nigga, like, just you can't (laughs) fucking see it. I have I have t- I have tats on my knuckles. No one has fucking seen them. Matter of fact, they got fucked up though. I, that's what I'm, I'm gonna get these redone, and then I'm gonna get um the back of my forearm done, and then I'm gonna plan on finishing off my sleeve. So yeah, I'm gonna catch up, nigga. Okay, listen, it's time to glow up, man. We're, 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 we're as we get as we grow this podcast, we have to become sex symbols, regardless. Oh. You know, this is, has nothing to do with our ladies. It's just we have to be. Sex symbols. We gotta look good. We gotta. We gotta be attractive. You know. Listen, that's why I'm doing this photo shoot. Like I'm going hardcore on this diet, bro. Like no junk food, no processed food at all. Like meal prepping. Chick. I might be not even do chicken, but I'm probably gonna do chicken because it's gonna be like, nigga, I'm gonna be tired of fucking eating shrimp. And. It's hard for me to get fresh salmon all the time because I can't do frozen salmon. Like I'm getting to, I can't eat frozen salmon no more. If it's not fresh fish, I can't. I don't even want to eat it. Your body's changing, brother. So I'm about to go. I'm about to really go hard on this because I'm trying to look good in these pictures, brother. And then we could get it. And then we got. We do need to do a photo shoot for the podcast anyway. So we gotta set that up too. Yep. Um... Well, this is an announcement. I'll be in Richmond probably in a couple of weeks. So, of course, every time we're both in Richmond, we like to do a visual element, be in the studio. So, if anybody listening, you know, wants to join us in our, you know, in our studio experience, holla at your boys, and you know, come fuck with us. <laughs> so, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Mazda Talks, and remember, we're the path to play them. They had three rules to success. Stay true to yourself, stay true to the code, and stay dangerous. We'll see you next week, man. Peace. Rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart talk is a celebration, bitches. Nahaim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame him the rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. I'm feeling life. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the